Hey guys, how's it going? Um, welcome to our podcast, Matcha and Cream. We are the hosts for this podcast. My name is Matt. And I'm Diana. Hi. And hey. <laughs> yeah, so if you're just tuning in, basically, this podcast is more so um, a memoir, technically, in the sense that we are just making conversation about our lives and about the world around us and specifically of our own experiences and our own identities. So welcome. <laughs> uh, Diana, how have you been? I'm good. How have you been? Um, I'm okay. <laughs> Things are going. I feel like we're- they're going. <laughs> I feel like both of us is like, eh? We're like, I don't know how to answer that question eh? anymore when someone, yes. Honestly, when someone asks me, how are yeah. you feeling? Yeah, there's always an implied sense of, yeah, we're just dealing with things right now. <laughs> like, some people are thriving, but like, it's mostly just like, yeah, they're okay. <laughs> Like, I got mm-hmm. to, like, recently I, I caught up with my friends here in Guam. Like, ever since I got back, I was I was texting them and, um, like, voice call, like, going through Zoom calls with them. And every time I've asked, how have you been? They've always been like, okay, yeah, yeah, some things aren't great, but yeah, we're dealing. <laughs> it really be like that. It really does. Oh, my God. Ugh. Like, I don't know, this, I'm like, I'm in that state right now where because I don't, I'm not as busy as I expected to be or as I want to be, I'm trying to reflect on everything and see, like, what can I do at the moment to improve myself? What can I do to, you know, to prepare myself for when I graduate next year because once I graduate that's it <laughs> wish him luck I, oh god it's so <laughs> four years go by so quickly like I don't know do you agree with me like how do you feel because I, re- I, don't know, I remember freshman year so vividly and then it's already three years I don't know I feel like with COVID-19, it feel like time just kind of stopped, like it's moving, but I don't, I don't feel it. Like you don't feel time passing? Yes, I don't. It's just like the only reason I know time is passing is because I know my, like, my days are moving, like I'm going to sleep, I'm waking up, I'm going to sleep, I'm waking up, but like, I would not be surprised if, like, I come out of this next week and someone told me, oh, only one week passed by. It all has been, like, a prank. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I totally felt that, honestly. Because with, I've, I don't know, I've said this before, but being in the same setting for, like, a prolonged period of time, everything just feels, like, fluid. Like, I can just wake up and then do things at the house and then I'll go to sleep and then the next day it'll just be the same thing all over again and then next thing you know it's like a month has passed already oh is it like I don't know what's the movie called but you know how like um the girl is based on a book like she she wake up getting like a sense of deja vu like she like repeating the same process like the same every day single over and over day. again like ground, I think that's Groundhog Day. Is it Groundhog Day? That one might be the original one, but there's like a book ba- like based on that. I'm pretty sure there's like a last story in movies that are based on the yeah, same concept. True. Yeah, like, yeah, that concept of... I've seen like different movies with the same uh, concept of repeating the same day over and over again. I think, I don't know, there's like a few movies on that. There's like Happy Death Day, I believe. Is that, is that, the, is that, that movie? And then there's, like, the other movie. I'm trying to remember. It's not catching my mind at the moment. But, yeah, I, it does feel like that because, oh, my God. Every time I wake up in the morning, it's all, 
it's all like the same. Like I don't have like specific plans personally. Oh my god. I think both of us are just lost for words. Cause we like we feel it now. Once we mention once we talk about <laughs> Yeah, day, I'm like looking I'm looking back on, we're on like, my what, days. What happened? Like what I've been doing so far since I got back home and I'm just like thinking to myself, Wow, I really didn't do much. Yeah. Okay, I mean Yeah, ugh, it's like very I mean, I very stuff, foggy, so but like it's not stuff that I'd be expecting to do, you know? Or like that I like I just don't feel that same amount of productivity that I felt usually. Like before the pandemic. I think it's hard because when it's hard to differentiate like each action and you're basically like they're like constraint of what you can do and cannot do. Because before basically you have like unlimited freedom to do and go where whatever you want but right now you have to be mindful and be careful and a lot of stuff restricted i keep reading articles that say we were expected this pandemic to have flattened in terms of the curve by within a month or two if everyone wears a mask like it's literally as simple as everyone wearing a mask please if we all wear a mask we can get through this guys Moving on, I guess. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> With everything changing in this in the world, like I'm pretty sure for a lot of you guys out there or y'all out there, you've probably had predetermined plans before the pandemic. Whether it be something as simple as "Oh, I'm going for a trip later on this year," or something as long term as "Oh, after after a certain amount of years, I'm going to do this," but it looks like the pandemic really it really made a hard reset for every a lot of people for me personally i'm thinking mm-hmm. what am i going to do now but i don't know i don't know diana what do you think like did you have like what were your plans beforehand and if anything how did it change in a lower plane Oh, I wonder where you're flying off to. <laughs> um, Exportation of good. Or is it improv forgive me. Good? All our, all the some planes like to fly directly over my house. <laughs> They're probably on their way to Japan or the Philippines <laughs> or something. Anyway, let me okay. uh, let me repeat that. But yeah, Diana, have you had any plans beforehand before the pandemic? like long-term or short-term or any sort of plans and if so how did did that change at all after covid came and burst like how are you trying to plan out that for me it definitely changed because um i graduated last year from college so in my mind i was like oh 2020 will be my like actually like first year that i will be like out working and like I would finally be able to go on vacation and make my own money and do my own things Mm -hmm. yeah because like I think like a lot of people like they expect like the first year like after college to be like so nice and stuff so when COVID happened I was like at first it was surreal because it was like we were all still like going to work in class but then suddenly um like all the schools started getting yeah. canceled, and they were like, "Oh yeah, everyone go back yeah, to their house and March. study." Yeah. That's when it happened in New York City. I don't know about other places. But yeah, as soon as the pandemic but, came yeah. to the United States, probably within mid March to April, yeah, that's when mm-hmm. things really um, took a turn mm-hmm. for the worse. But the thing is, we knew about it. I feel like around January. Like the beginning of January, like after New Year, I think people were talking about it, but there are nothing done. So if so, I think like uh, as a civilian, I was like, oh okay. So I guess it's not a big deal. And then suddenly, Marshall, I know everyone yeah. on lockdown. It kind of feel like they're like they're like no one prepared yeah. us for it. Like no one eat eat us 
ease us into it. Like no one told us what's gonna happen. It's just like, oh, mm-hmm. everyone go in. Like it, it felt very oh rushed. God, yeah, that, yeah, that was it. Was very sudden. From what I remember, I don't know how like other people from other country is going to remember this, but it feel very surreal. Cause never in my mind will I can what I have ever imagined New York City being closed down. Like, cause New York City is known as yeah, a city oh that never God, sleeps. Yeah. So it was so weird. Like, I did not go on lockdown the first week, cause I was. I still had to go to work in my company. Um, they were still trying to figure out, like, um, I think the government was still, like, trying to, like, establish, like, oh, how many workers can go to the office to work. So they didn't have, like, that yeah. set yet. So I think I was, like, one week late to the quarantine. Um, yeah, yeah. But, yes. But, like, when you were still in quarantine, so the first week, like that was still um outside i could see like a drastic decrease people taking the train like for the first time i had a seat <laughs> and i never oh had my a God, seat on yeah. the train usually like um there were, like people to to like to my right to my left to my back to my front like i cannot oh, even I breathe that, especially during rush area. but it felt like yes it felt so surreal because i went I was I was able to sit and like there was like no one sitting next to me too like that person was like one feet away from me. That that's how you know it's crazy. Yes, it felt kind of weird. Like everyone saying like they're home and like and I'm like oh I'm still outside, but it's kind of like felt like us like a living like a different life mm-hmm. from them. But yeah, it's yeah. crazy. Like mm-hmm. this pandemic came through very for me i don't know i started hearing about it through news articles late last year like when it first happened in wuhan and then when it spread throughout Mm -hmm. china right but Mm -hmm. because we were so disconnected from that being in the united states and that being a, a problem that was specific to china at the moment we were all just thinking to ourselves oh okay it's tragic what's happening but at this on the same side or at the same side mm-hmm. of the token different side of the token it's like you know it isn't affecting us yet so not yet or it wasn't affecting us at the moment so mm-hmm. it wasn't something that came to our minds then you know and then mm-hmm. i remember when i flew back home to guam and then when i flew to the philippines in january specifically that last week in or specifically when i left the philippines that was when the coronavirus had just begun like that was when the first cases in the philippines were being reported i don't know my mom even said something to the extent of oh when literally right when we were at the departure um area the the first reported cases were coming in from the arrivals and i was like oh 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 wow okay yeah but once again it was a very limited um it was very limited in the sense that the 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 fear and the danger and of everything was only to the scape of the the range of you know asia or china and japan and the Philippines and stuff like that. So once again, we, I, I felt very disconnected from it. The only experience I had was when f- flying, flying back from Guam to New York, I had a layover in Tokyo or in Tokyo Narita. And there it was a sense of, it was like heightened security because of what had happened in China. So there was more temperature, there was not temperature checks, but more people were wearing masks and yeah, more people were wearing masks. I guess that was the extent of it, but it wasn't too grave at the moment. At that moment. So yeah, you just hear about it happening in Asia and stuff like that. But then once you're in New York, once I came back to New York and started the semester, everything was more or less the same, you know? I'm just gonna say January and February just felt normal. 
Like it didn't feel changed. Mm-hmm. Hmm? But also... I also think because like we felt that because we never experienced something like this. Like something like before South Korea has in Hong Kong, they have experienced like a different outbreak before. But U.S. we never like that never reached us before. So this is like so I think we were thinking, oh, even before yeah. nothing ever reached us here. So this time, why should yeah, be anything that, yeah, different? Definitely. Yeah, because. SARS never reached the U.S. MERS never reached the U.S. Ebola didn't reach the U.S. So I th- I guess with that thinking, we were we were trying to assume ourselves that we were safe in that situation because a pandemic has never hit us. We're an epidemic for that sense. I guess like other like country in Asia, they were prepared because like they have mm-hmm. this, they have experienced something like this before. So they're like, oh no, last time it was this bad. Okay, this time we're like. We're going to take yeah. precaution. We know what to do this time. Yeah. Now, now that now that we know, but that's another story for me to say. But yeah. Anyway, <laughs> do you have any plans now? Like after after everything that happened. Honestly, I think um, I'm just going to take a tape day by day now because before I like I used to have like like kind of like idea or like plan that you know how like they ask you what mm-hmm. where do you see yourself in five years and you kind of give like an answer like a, like a vague like a general mm-hmm. answer but you kind of have like idea but now it seemed like if it seemed like I can't I don't even have a general idea because I don't even know when things can go back That's to how true. it was before yeah welcome to the new normal but, yes oh yeah <laughs> i think it is you know it's so weird like y- yesterday i was looking at facebook because i i create like an event with like my best friends yeah. from middle school uh so it it was like some it was it, it just say oh august 2020 like it just say oh we should oh. go on a trip oh. we deserve it <laughs> and then and then one yes and then one of my friend commented when wait where when did, where did this <laughs> event come from oh and she was like whoever like planned this and i'm like oh i created that like maybe like two or three years ago thinking that like <laughs> Me and my friend are gonna graduate 2000, in 2019. So in 2020, we will finally have time oh, to like go oh, on a man. trip together. So I totally, I totally forgot about that until Facebook reminded me. Ouch. Yeah, I'm like, Ouch. oh, yeah. No, even without the pandemic, I thought it was very naive to think, oh, once after you graduate, it's like, it's like it's gonna be easy to get a job. <laughs> And, and to do and to do what you want. Oh honey, oh, it's a slippery slope. Okay, for those that have not graduated college, just I think you guys should have like um realistic expectations Hopefully. that it's okay to take your time Hopefully. to find or, a job. Yeah, it's okay because because apparently like people think it's easy to to like just land a job out but there are like i see like there are people that are able to get like a job offer like before even senior year start yep yep of college but there are people that find a job like at the end of the summer and there are those that are still trying to figure out so there are no set timeline yeah that's the thing with um i think the way i can respond to that yeah i totally agree because I'm not sure, but in mm-hmm. my experience, you know, you go through, t- what is it, 12, 16 years of schooling, and then after that, you're just mm-hmm. pushed off to the real world, where you have to find, you're on your own path. So it's like, so it's in the sense of, you know, you're used to this structure of classes, 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 but after that, you're on your own you have your own path, you know? You don't have that structure. So it's kind of scary. It's understandably scary for like for a lot of people, me included. It's scary. 
because when you graduate, you know, you are the person that's determining your future, your path. It's not, it's not a sense of, okay, you're, the school is going to choose what classes you can take next year after you graduate. No, they're not going to be there anymore. You have to choose what you need, you have to do to live, basically. I don't know. Like in my case, before the pandemic, I had I had a a list sort of in the sense that okay, this summer I am going to get a summer internship. I am going to do this and that. And now here I am now. It's the end of July and <laughs> I don't have a summer internship. And without that, I it was so hard for me to cope with that with the fact of oh my goodness I had don't have a summer internship what am I gonna do like that was very stressful for me because of and that um, it really put me in a state of reflection and anxiety slight anxiety for that period because without that summer like to myself I was thinking without that summer internship oh my goodness how am I gonna when I graduate how am I gonna get a job because you know how Nowadays, in, in, um, the workforce experience is like the primary thing that employers are looking for. So, yeah, <laughs> here I am. When they ask you for 10 years of experience and you're like, you I just graduated from college. Yeah, where here's where the structure of, oh, I don't know, everything just doesn't make sense to me. But anyway, yeah. So because of that, I had to restructure how I thought about that, about how, okay, I don't have that internship yet. What can I do now within my range of what I can do and still be productive enough mm-hmm. to ha- show that I have skills capable of being in the workforce? So that's where, that's where a lot of um, thinking mm-hmm. on your own and thinking outside the box has to take in. For a lot of you out there, mm-hmm. maybe if you guys are college students, you might be going through the same process of, okay, what should I do now? What what's what am I going to do when I graduate? Especially in this pandemic, in this economy. But I think I don't know. I think this is a good time to reflect on ourselves, like see what if, what are mm-hmm. we doing, and what we want to do in the future so during the pandemic Mm -hmm. well during like recently lately i've been thinking to myself okay what do i want to do in my future like where do i want what do i want to do so i was i was opening up that can of worms again of okay what do i want what do i want my career to be (laughs) and that yeah it's oh no the, the ultimate existential crisis for many college students and high school students out there too especially in applying for colleges what do you want to do what do you want to be when you grow up <laughs> that is this that's probably one of the scariest questions i've ever experienced because i cannot find like i the answer always changes for me and i hate that because i'm very indecisive like that but <laughs> no i i feel like in life it's like I feel like every four year or so, you have to like have an existential crisis. You know how back then, like after you finish yep. high school, you know how back then they had like mm-hmm. midlife crises, quarter life crises. No, that's like a, that's like an annual thing now. <laughs> oh like, like, yes, they say mid um quarter life crisis. It's like it's always happening. It's like it start like after you finish college or like even before you finish college your quarter life crisis is it like normal to have like it's not there's no timeline associated with crisis now it's just like existential crisis which means it could happen at any time i think it's because like people in our like generation in our age cohort we have more freedom to choose Mm -hmm. what we want to do previously i feel like um their older generation, they have more of like exactly. a, the structure, like the college like structure in their life. 
like they were like expected to like stay in a career for like a certain amount of year then retire but now people from our age cohort is like bouncing around trying to do different things because it's not good enough to do one thing now you have to do like two three different things that yeah you have to be good like, at all of having that. multiple jobs is becoming the norm now especially for people yeah the side hustle side hustle oh my god yeah so i i don't know personally i've been thinking a lot reconsidering my options at the moment we'll see what happens in the future but yeah like i said wish you luck guys trying to trying to get through this pandemic (laughs) i wish all of you luck honestly all of us (laughs) we all need it yes everyone oh my god but everyone Yes. We're all in this together, like the <laughs> High School Musical song. Uh, definitely, cue the <laughs> dance and everything. Where's the basketball court? Oh, you know what's crazy? I think I I don't know, but a couple um days ago, I think I heard like people that are starting high school this year. They were born in the year the High School Musical was released. When was High School Musical released? Wait, hold on. What? Yes. Yeah. Yes, you have to search it up because I cannot do that math. I was like, what's wait, is wait, that wait, true? Wait, 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 High school. Because my little brother is starting high school this year. Like, he's going into ninth grade this year. If it... Oh, check the math, check the no! math. No! No! <laughs> wait, really? Is it... Wait, did it yeah! really come out the year you probably were born? <laughs> Oh no! Does he does he know High School Musical references? I think he. I hope he, I think he does, right? I think he does. <laughs> oh my god, that is so crazy to wrap around. I remember watching that, and now my little brother who's starting high school is gonna is was born in. That. Wow. Wait, can you imagine you watching High School Musical in in the time that your brother did not exist yet? For childhood, it was all like one big blob of memory. Oh my goodness. Oh man. 2006? What? Yes, I didn't even know until like, like I saw like saw something like an article or something was that tiktok yeah it was something like that i was like wait no way this cannot oh, be boy. happening we said time time really is relative oh. <laughs> yo apparently like um if you ask like um people that are like 10 years old now if you ask them how do you like signal oh, thing, that you're on the phone where they hold they it, do like a it differently like they don't do Oh yes, my, yeah, yes. I don't ha, that that just that's crazy to me. It's because like less people. I don't know about. I don't know, but the for me, I I've been seeing a lot less home phones. Everyone's just like relying on their cell phone, you know. So, because usually I I just can't not think about like you know the thumb and the pinky when you do the phone thing that's just what a phone looks like to me i don't know why. uh yes it's because that's what all phones look like right yes but that's the thing like if someone asked me to do it, i would do it but it's not because i think that's how the phone looked like but that's just how i was taught that like oh this is how yeah, you signal that you're on the phone but then finally, I realized, oh, it does. It does look like the telephone, the one yeah. on your phone. But then when people, when the younger people hold it and they hold it like and they're just holding a smartphone, I'm like, huh. I was like, what? What yeah, is yeah, this? <laughs> Wait, do people, do people not have house phone in their um houses? I know my um uh, me like in my family. Only my dad have the house phone because it's been there since childhood. Cause he's still living in like my childhood home, but like in the home that I'm currently living in right now with my mom and my brother, we have not had like the, a house phone for the longest of time. Cause it's safe for money, not to like pay for Tax. the like house line. So, but but I assume normal people will have a house phone. That's why I was so shocked when they did the like different no that like hand so... gesture. 
your dad, that's the house in Puerto Rico, right? So, yes, it's been there since yeah. like forever. So, that's why we just never But took it out. New York doesn't have a home phone. Yes, yes. The place in New York, we don't have a phone because we never like, because we kept moving around. Like, we maybe, we, I think we moved like three or four times already. So, and we didn't see a point in installing like a house phone. And like most of us are that's not going to be home anyway. No, I think be, that's, like, uh, that's my exact work. situation because my, like, my home here in Guam, it has a house phone, but it's it, because it's been there for the longest time. It's been there since I was a kid. But when I'm in my aunt's apartment in New York, no, we don't have a house phone. I mean, we do, but we don't touch it. It's... Honestly, we use it as a number for if we don't, if we want to sign up for something, but we don't want to get a call or like text it. So we, we use that oh, as our smart. Uh, phone that's number, but we don't use it. Other than that, we don't, we technically don't have a house phone. We just rely on our, our cell phones, our smartphones. Is that expensive? So, yeah, it was I because it like... was cost. Ah. Oh. Cause I, I think, think it's because like, we all have smartphones now, and because of that, we, and because like you said before, you're not always at home. If anything, we spend most of our time away from home, either at school or work or something. Because of that, we have lost the need, or the total need, for house phones. You know, because like why pay for two numbers when you can just keep one? Yes, that's so true. But I just like, but even though I know that, I just assume like normally people have a house phone just for like, yeah, just for the sake of it, cause it's been like, or maybe it's like it just seems so familiar to me having like growing up like wear a house phone, and seeing it like on TV and stuff. It's just like oh, it's just a thing that people will always have in their house. But I guess it makes sense. It probably would like not be there forever. People would not. Be installing house phone. To be please. honest, to be honest, when I think that in the future, when I'm looking in the future, I don't think that house phones are going. I think house phones are going to be like totally obsolete by the time we reach the future. Hmm. Like by the time we own our houses, or at least have a house and a mortgage and all that, I think by that time, for me personally, I don't think I'm going to get a house phone. Unless it's for that purpose of using it as like that burner number that I don't want it. So <laughs> you can get like a Google phone number or something like an online phone number. Really? Yeah, it's like a number that's like that people can call you to your laptop, I guess, or something. Oh. So that's interesting. Oh, well, I guess that's the future then. We don't need. <laughs> you can just get a phone number, okay? You can just get a fake one right. online. <laughs> Honestly, just get like a burner cell phone and then just use that. Period. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Leave it in like the living room and don't touch it. Yes. Yo, so weird. I thought dial phone were all. Is it dial? dial or phone? I don't know. What it... It's not called dial. It's like, what's it called? The one that you rotate. Like, you oh have to rotate. I know what you're talking what about. What those called? Yeah, where you press in. I don't rotary phone. Yes, that. Is it is it a rotary? Oh, okay. Oh my god, I have never for my life of me, I've never touched one ever. I don't think I ever one. used a real one, but I think growing up, I like I had like a toy. Like I don't uh, think I had real one, yeah, but yeah, I had yeah. like a toy I've version a of it. Yes. Yeah, me too. Me too. But yeah, my first phones were all like the. I don't know. Are your phones like those wireless, the ones with like the buttons, and, like a small screen that says the number? Uh, are you talking about now or like in the past? I don't know because I grew up with that phone, but I also grew up with like those, with those those bulky ones. You know the ones that have to like stand that when you have to pick it up and it has a cord, and you oh yes and, like, the, you have to press numbers. That's the one in in my dad's house. Like it's like to the wall. Like it's attached to a wall, so you can like oh, only like answer it like in the wall. Like you cannot even 
I don't think you can even bring it to the room. Like yes, it's like attached, like to a wall. Like it's very old fashioned. Dang. The cool. Yeah, old ours school. are just the newer ones. I guess ah. new, quote unquote new <laughs> ones. The newest version you like, can get. Yep, from like what two thousand eleven. Hmm. But think about it. That technology lasts a long time compared to a smartphone. That I guess the lifespan is how long is that smartphone lifespan? Typically, typically two years. People usually keep them for two years. Two to three I feel years, like maybe. The, but I feel like people can make it last to five and six years if they really like take good care of it and they really if they really like, took care of it. So, um, for example, my. My dad got an iPhone six in two thousand in twenty fifteen, right? While he was in New York, and then he came back home, and then he gave that phone to me. So I was that was my phone until I graduated, not until I graduated, until I got a phone in New York, my iPhone eight in twenty eighteen. So that lasted three years, and it lasted pretty well, I think. And then from there, I gave that phone to my little brother. But clear, but quickly after like 2018, 2019, that phone deteriorated badly. And so he had to use my dad's other phone, like a Samsung Galaxy S6. But yeah, but he's been using it on the side. And so he, he just stopped using it this year after I gave him my iPhone 8. So yeah, that lasted five, technically it lasted five years. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. Amazing. I mean, it did have to, like, replace a few things, like the screen. But other than that, it was But it still lasts. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And that was... I'm that was during the time of That was during the time of... Remember how that controversy about how you could bend iPhone 6s? <laughs> Like people oh, would just I bend them. That. Oh my god! Then people do like video on YouTube. Like I, I would be like, how yeah. can you spend so much money? Oof. Oof. It was Oof. so no, it was so surreal because I got my first like um smartphone, I guess, or like iPhone that mm-hmm. on like the fall of 2015. I felt like it was like around October. Like I yeah. got like the rose gold, the rose gold iPhone. Oh my god! Yeah, the- I was like. <laughs> it felt so weird like it felt like a bit weird for me because i never like had like the newest technology in my hand like that was the first time like i never had like the sidekick phone that everyone had in middle school i still oh had like God, the normal yeah. phone so for the first time in my life i had like the newest like phone that everyone wanted and yes oh man i I felt that experience. I think everyone goes through that experience at some point in their life, like their first smartphone nowadays. But yeah, it was, I remember back then, I, I mean, my first, my first phone was in elementary. It was like a flip phone. And then, and then after that, it was just a bunch of, you know, regular, not regular, very limited, the tiny phones. Like I remember, for some reason, I associate middle school with that period of time where everyone had a tiny phone maybe like a flip phone or regular like a those phones with like the big buttons and then they just kept an ipod touch that's what that's what i oh. associate middle school with because i was one of those they people didn't use too they didn't use like the psychic where like you can like they text, had a, like they, they had have, a like, sidekick keyboard oh no 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 wow. a few people had a sidekick but ah. i think no i think because um i'm trying to i think because samsung was like, you mm-hmm. know how Samsung in South Korea, it's like closer, because it's so closer to Guam, so the market's easier to reach than the United States. I think we were, mm-hmm. we were exposed to that market earlier. Oh. So, for example, I was able to get a smartphone by 7th or 8th grade. It was not, it was a Motorola, actually. It was like a Droid or something like that. Oh. And then I got the, the Galaxy S3 when I started high school. Oh. Yeah, so I mean, but I remember getting that first smartphone, like the Droid, the Motorola Droid. I was like, because I really wanted the sidekick because mm-hmm. everyone else had the sidekick. And then my dad's <laughs> like, but dad, he told me, 
why do you want that? You should get a smartphone. It's so much better. But I'm like, I want the sidekick. Everyone has it. I want to I want to do that thing where you flip the screen. <laughs> yeah. No, I would like look at girls like like they would just flip it in one part. They would like start texting her. I'd be like so jealous. You know what? You know what also influenced me to to get a uh, sidekick. I think what? it was Hannah Montana. <laughs> because oh, everyone had those sidekicks. I was like, I want that. It looks so cool. <laughs> but then, yeah, my dad was like, no, don't get that. Get this. It's a smartphone. It's, it's much better. And so I had to listen to him because, you know, <laughs> what am I going to do? And your dad was right. Right now, like, Android is taking over and, like, iPhone. Yeah. Later did I find out that everyone was going to get a smartphone. So I was like, oh, okay. I'll just keep this. <laughs> Your dad saw into the future. He knew what he was doing. He did. What can I say? He's he's an IT guy, so he's <laughs> he's he knows what's up. Wait, the funny thing is, I don't really know what brand like made Psychic. Cause like right now, I feel like the biggest brand is Samsung and Apple. But before, like BlackBerry was a thing for Blackberry. like. I hope our li- I hope our listener knows Nokia what BlackBerry is. <laughs> Are we just exposing our age right now? <laughs> Trust me, we're not that old. Come on. <laughs> I'm still in college. Yes, guys. And oh, I, like, oh, graduated and college. it's been, like, oh, one year. Yes, it's been one year since I graduated college, so we're not old. We're not I old, think that's right? how we lie to ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Okay, anyway, it's fine. It's fine. We're so young. <laughs> right? Anyway. But, yeah. Oh, my God. Nokia was big. Blackberry was big. Mm-hmm. There were a lot of brands back then. Now it's just Samsung and Apple and a few other phone companies. But somehow Apple and Samsung like defeated everyone and came out, out on top. I know. Oh my god. I remember being so trendy. I, I remember, not trendy, but I remember feeling so cool. Like I was like, oh my god, this is so cool. You know why? Because I got like the, Sam, like the S3 and I... This is also the same time. This was like what 2014, 2013, around the same time. I I always started watching K dramas. Oh god! And so everyone did that thing where they had like that smartphone with the flip case. Like, do you remember that? Honestly, I'm like blanking out right now because I think I'm so used to like seeing the newer drama where they always have like the newer, like newer like Samsung phone. Like they're always advertising it. Yeah, like regardless of like your class or social status, you you had to have the newest Samsung phone. I know. I think there's one in particular that I can um then can reference. Airs. Oh my god, airs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> everyone <gasps> had Are you talking about the texting scene? You yeah, know, like everyone... she's just like on her phone or something? No, because like everyone because like in that drama, everyone, literally everyone had that phone with like the flip screen, and that made me want to get the flip screen so badly because it looked so cool where you could just like press you could like press a call and then you just like slap the screen and you'd be like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. And then I got one because like I found it at the 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 store, the phone store. Mm-hmm. The phone company. I don't know. But yeah. Oh, I remember being that kid. I was like, oh my god, I'm so cool. <laughs> I have to say, um, whatever advertising um Korean drama are using is working on you. They did. They really did. I was an impressionable little fourteen year old boy. <laughs> but I'm still it's kinda still blown away. Hmm? No, I'm still kinda blown away by the newest phone, like whenever they show me like show like a function on the like the korean drama i'm still like very like blown away by it Uh, it never fails me too (laughs) that's what that's how advertisements work i guess (laughs) i wonder if the writers are like because how are we going to implement the phone (laughs) (laughs) no no but it's like so creative though like like i was watching a drama where they it was like the girl like use like using the phone to like take good picture and like teaching like her coworker how to like t- edit the picture to make yourself look prettier. So I was like, oh, mm-hmm. like that's very smart. Like I only know it's like an advertisement, 
or like a brand deal because I, yeah. I know how how one look like but like I feel like it's so seamless though it like it's very seamless how they incorporated it into the plot I know claps for the writers I tell you and the producers yes good job guys but they just need to get better <laughs> at Subway though I'm still not so on Subway sandwiches oh my god the Subway scenes and all the drama <laughs> like who's how did Subway? How did Subway infiltrate them? I don't. Tell me how. Yes, I'm. I'm still surprised. Like, how come? How come Subway's advertising? Like, how come they're so big in South Korea? At I least in the K drama world, like those coffee shops. Oh, like Cafe Pene. Yeah, it would always be like the coffee scene or something. Oh, I know. Like it really made me wanna go to like a cafe bene or like. So I was so yeah. happy when I found one in New York City. <laughs> oh man, all oh, memories. Oh god, it's nice mm-hmm. to look back. <laughs> I have to say though, their advertisement game is like very strong. I don't know, like when I watch like American TV show, I feel like. I don't see like advertisement like this. I know it's very, yeah. Because when you you don't think about it, but also like mm-hmm. in American TV shows, you don't really. It's very. I think it's because there are a lot of commercials anyway. A lot of commercial breaks. Mm-hmm. So you don't mm-hmm. need the advertisement in the sh- in the show, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know how K dramas are aired in in South Korea. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But like, but you know how in the United States you get, you watch a show, but then there's like twenty commercial breaks, in between. Mm-hmm. So like that forty also, minute drama turns into oh, an hour. Yeah. I also think it's cause it would be hard cause like American t- like TV show are usually like um they usually they're like a last season of it, so it's not like yeah. as easy to um, advertise a product into like an episode. But there's so many episodes, I feel like someone probably might forget about it because it's more, it's easier to incorporate in a Korean drama because they usually, like, they only usually have, like, one season or two, maybe. That's true. Like, it's not very long. And, yeah, that that's true. Yeah. I agree with that. <laughs> wow. Wow. We really did say, let's not talk about 2020, but about our past <laughs> you know what i'm fine with that <laughs> <laughs> hey we got to learn a lot of things so we talked about a lot of things i like that but yeah in order to focus on the present and move on to the future we have to reflect on our past definitely because how else are you going to progress in the future if you don't learn mm-hmm. from the past? You know? So speak, speaking of which, what do you think are the lessons that we like learned like 2020? Because I feel like um, in social media now, like I guess like people have more time to reflect and people are starting mm-hmm. to like look into issues and like starting to like mm-hmm. educate themselves on like issues that they never like pay much attention to and, uh, themselves. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think one major takeaway. Oh boy, am I? <sighs> I'm really gonna quote my mom on this one. She prides herself in using this quote in all her speeches. If there's a will, there's a way. And my goodness, there mm-hmm. are so many different ways to do something. Mm-hmm. This is this is me going back on you know trying to adapt to certain situations because with this pandemic a lot of people had to adjust and adapt to a changing environment for them right um I don't know personally for me I'm I'm trying to find different like I said I'm trying to find different ways to be productive and to gain skills over the summer without having that concrete internship you know that experience so you know i'm take i'm taking online classes you know there are a lot of free opportunities online now and on top of that i'm 
doing more self-study. You know, I'm trying to brush up more on my uh, Chinese Mandarin. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's all about, you know, as long as you... As I'm grateful that I had that, uh, that opportunity to take a step back and reflect because it made me realize that there's no set path but there's like different ways to do to get through something or to get to what you need to do. So yeah, going back to what I said, if there's a will, there's a way. So as long as you, you know, have that drive, that passion, not that passion, but like that determination to reach a goal, there's there's going to be a way for you to get there. You'll you'll find a way to get there. Oh yeah, okay. And then on a personal note, I mean this is, I mean, this is something that I was thinking, you know, and this is something comes with, like, spending more time with people, with, like, family and everyone. I think you just gotta be, you gotta cherish, like, the moments you have with your friends and family. Because for me being in um, lockdown in New York with my aunt, I realized how much I'm actually not at home with my aunt. I haven't been at home with my aunt in a while because usually I'm either at school or I'm in Guam. I was never, I've never, the last time I stayed in my aunt's apartment in New York for more than a month was probably before last summer. It was probably when I first moved, which was like, what, three years ago? Three years ago to this day. So yeah, spending that time with my aunt, we really talk, we got like, we talk a lot, but we really got to bond more, you know, even more. what we usually would do, we would watch movies on Netflix, <laughs> like, a, Aww, oh my god, it's, it's been cute. funny because my aunt's been, my aunt's been getting into Korean dramas more because they're all on Netflix now. <laughs> and so there was this one time she told me, you know when all those K-dramas, they're all drinking soju. I wonder how that tastes. <laughs> Let's get soju. <laughs> Yo, the so, advertisement yeah, really working. I'm telling you, the marketing, like I said, like we said, their marketing skills on 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 point. But yeah. Yes, yes. So that yeah, we got soju. We watched the Korean movie while drinking soju, and it was a good time. And we also got to talk about like a lot of things about what's been happening. And yeah, it was nice that we both got to, you know, bond with each other and learn more about each other from that sense. But yeah, like I said, cherish the moments that you have with your loved ones. Even your friends, even the Zoom calls, I'm telling you. Oh my god. But yeah, I think those are two main points, main lessons that I learned so far in 2020. There's probably a lot more, but those are the two main ones that I've been going at. But yeah, how about you, Diana? Is there anything that you've learned this year? For me, it's similar to you. Like, um, I, it's weird. Like, now that I'm, like, in the same house with my mom and my brother, I realize how much time we, we don't spend together, especially because we're always, like, I'm, I'm, like, I'm at work. My mom is at work. My brother is mm-hmm. at school. So when we come back home, we only have like that few hours like left. Also, mm-hmm. since I started recently um working from home, like with a new job, it, it's kind of weird. Like, like when I go out to get water, when I go to the bathroom, it's like it's like my mom kind of feel like my coworker. Like, yeah. Like I'm able to talk to her in between like work. Mm-hmm. So it's very different. It's a different setting, yeah. I totally agree. Yes, it is. And I also think that, like, I don't want to get repetitive. I do agree with, like, family, friend, and, like, taking, like, classes on your own to, like, improve yourself or to just learn something new. Like, you don't necessarily yeah. have to be good at it. You can just learn something as a hobby. Like me, like, I just... I've been wanting to pick up Korean for like, I don't know how long, maybe like ever since senior year of high school, but I never got to it. 
So like、mm-hmm. this time, I finally like told myself no more excuses, and I started learning the Korean alphabet. And yes, it's actually quite interesting because I never learned like a new language. Yeah, from the beginning, because growing up, I learned like English and Spanish kind of like simultaneously because both of them were taught in school at the same time. So、yeah. it's weird, like learning like a different set of rules from the beginning, and how and like I cannot use my like my memory to help me. I usually like if I'm speaking in Spanish or I'm writing Spanish, I go by how I feel, kind of like like a native speaker. You just go、mm-hmm. by what what sound right. But with Korean, it's like oh, I don't know any of this, so it's like I have to like、yeah. learn the rule and like the structure, like of the sentence. So. It'd be nice. It's like a different way of like thinking. It would be nice. Yeah, definitely. No,、mm-hmm. I totally agree with that. Like, you know, taking the time to learn something new、it、doesn't have to be something like a hard skill or something to prepare you for the workforce. It could just be a hobby or something. You know, like something that makes you feel good inside. You know. Like one thing, I think we both downloaded this, right? Downloaded what? Um. Oh yeah. Sorry. Um. We both downloaded Procreate <laughs> recently, <laughs> lately. Oh yes. Uh. But yeah. Yeah. That's a. I don't know. That's something that I wanted to do just for the sake of getting into it. Because ever since I took this graphic design class last semester, like fall twenty nineteen. I don't know. The idea of graphic design is very. I don't know. It's very enticing to me. Like I, I want to do more. And so, like when I got my iPad and I got the pencil, <laughs> and everything, I was like, you know, let me, let me invest in Procreate. And so I did, and it's been nice so far. It's nice to do art just for the sake of because it's fun or because you want to do you want to try something cool. I definitely agree with you because I think what prevented me from like doing like art is that like I will always like feel the pressure that I need to be perfect at it. Like what's like what's the point of doing it if I'm not like good at it? Like they're like so you know how like there's so many artists that sell their art on X on like Etsy、mm-hmm. or like they make stickers or they like or they make merch, but I'm like. I'm thinking I don't have to do that. Like even if I get good at art, I don't have to like open up my own shop. But if but it's like I feel like our generation we've been like living, like we have like this idea that if we're good at something, we have to like kind of like sell our skill. Yeah, like find a way to make money like, from it. Yeah, very like it's kind of like cap capitalism. It's yep, in yep, a way. Capitalism. But that's the problem is that with turning a hobby into a source of financial income, it it takes the fun out of it. It turns into a job. It turns into a chore, and you just lose the purpose of doing it. You know, and that's not to discredit um people who do like turn their hobbies into a source of of financial income. You know, more power to you, honestly, because you're able to do something that you love and make money from it. And you get to maintain that passion. I admire that. If you're good at it, and you're like able to share your art or like any other skill, like to other people, I'm like, go ahead. You should be proud of yourself for being able to. But I、yeah. think it's like people shouldn't feel bad if they're if they're not able to like share like their skill. Like it's okay to keep it to yourself and like just do something. For like fun or like as as a way to distress, it's okay that like other people don't know like what you're doing. Like you don't have、yeah. to share everything if you don't feel like it. Cause I feel like everyone social media is like you see like everything they doing like where they going out to eat, where they going、oh. to vacation,、yeah. and、Here's, yeah, what their what's like what their what's their talent is like some of the like you might hear like oh their guitar cover and you're like oh. How come I cannot do that? But it's totally fine. Like I know there are, like a lot of people that that like do art that they don't even share. But I I know because my friend posted do it, but like they don't share on Instagram or like 
on TikTok, but it's fine to like keep it to yourself and no, just I totally have it. That goes into a mm-hmm. whole different. That goes into like a big point that I, oh my god, I so <laughs> that it grinds my gears a lot. Associating, uh-huh. associating your productivity skill or something that you put out there, based on how much money you make from it, or basically basically judging your own self-worth based on how much money you can make uh like that's very oh oh that grinds my gears a lot you know it just really i don't know it just adds to the pressure of oh my god am i am i a good like how am i gonna be successful if i can't even do anything or if i can't even make money or stuff like that but it's like don't define your self-worth based on like your money and how much you make We heard that Mike spent like a lot of time creating like a video that they think that everyone's gonna love, but then they find out that they're they didn't get as many views as they were hoping for, and then they feel bad because mm-hmm. they're like, oh, I put like so so much time into it, like to into editing, into filming, into researching about it. Mm-hmm. And that goes, I think it's instilled into our society now, thanks to social media. But instead of money, it's likes or comments or followers, you know? Like, we post something on Instagram and we're thinking to ourselves, oh my god, why aren't aren't I I getting as much likes as the other photo? Is it because it's a bad photo? Should I change the (laughs) photo? No, jeez. Like, I'm not gonna lie, I caught myself doing that too sometimes. But I'm like, stop, what the hell? No, no, that's, no, that's not... I don't know. It just, it's not right, you know? I had to, like, rewire myself and think, no, that's not the purpose of why you're posting. You're posting it because you want to keep that memory and share it with everyone. Yes. Totally. 100% agree on that. Oh, my God. Oh. oh. See, that's why, that's why <laughs> oh, God. That's why it's so instilled in our society. I'm like, oh, my God. I feel yeah. like that's just our generation. I feel like previously, um, other generation didn't like have much freedom or like they didn't have like that yeah. expectation that they had to be good at multiple things. They were just expected yeah. of like one thing basically. Like you just need to make money. The paths were very straightforward. Life. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was like choose a career path, go to college, work in that career for the next what fifty years. No, forty years, and then retire. Some of them didn't even have to go to college. Some of them, like you yeah. can get like job straight out of high school. Yeah, because the times were different back then. Yeah. Generation, or like the generations before us, they went through different circumstances than we did. That's not to say that we're different, because everyone's different. I'm just saying that we all went through. Each generation went through different things that separate them from the other. Thanks to the previous generation. Um, now we have more freedom to choose what we want to do. Like there's so many new career possibilities that was impossible before, and they're like, and they're so like they're like community college now. I don't I don't know if they if community college existed before, but it seems like education is more accessible now with um online education. Mm-hmm. You can go to community college. You can go to a four year college. Yep. You don't need to go to college. Like, the possibility are endless. It is. It is. I agree. Although, I do have to say that education is more accessible. I totally agree. Like, there are so many different paths a person can take to further their education. But on the same token, it's getting much more expensive than it was back then. <laughs> and all oh, student loans. Oh. Oh, guys, that would be like another episode. That's another episode for its own, but (laughs) like I said, education is more accessible, but it's just more expensive, and that's the catch. Anyway, (sighs) going, yeah, going back to what you said, I totally agree with everything, you know, um, taking up hobbies or skills, and just taking a mental break for yourself, and time to reflect. You don't even need to be productive all the time. You can be, you can take a break and just do nothing, and that will help you a lot, just as much as doing something to make to be productive. 
I think that's also a good thing to learn, especially in this pandemic. Yes, I think if like um people were so used to like going, 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 and that they were like only like they were only focused on what on the press on what they were doing, they weren't focused like on the outside other like outside factor. But now people are able to see like all like the underlying issue that is going on in society. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of nice that people are able to finally have time not to just like reflect on that like themselves but like reflect on other things too yeah this pandemic has been a very tragic very hard reset like a cultural reset but what we can make out of it we can make good things out of it that's not to say that we should be grateful this happened because this is really tragic. It's so sad. Please wear a mask. Anyway. But yeah. I'm it's we're all adapting and things will be okay, you know. We'll be okay. Cause yeah. We're still alive. We're still we can still do things. Both staying positive and yeah. not being stuck in one way like but it's more like you should like expand your horizon as much as you can right now because mm-hmm. like, you know i was saying like i read something like um from like a someone posted on instagram he he was saying like oh it would be sad it would come out of this pandemic and just we were back to how we were before yeah that's what i saw too yeah and I, I mean, for some people, they would argue that things were good before. What are you talking about? But I think it's because we were too stuck in our own schedules, our own lives, our own paths, that we didn't really take that stop, that fort, that that hard stop, and just stop and smell the flowers and see what things are happening or how things are going in our lives. Yes. So, guys, thank you for sticking with us for so long. If you if you stuck with us to the end, then claps to you, or at least some of the way. I hope you got one thing out of it, or something out of it, something good out of it. Because we just want to share with you, you know, our experiences, and just want to put some good out there. and we just wanted to like show like a bit of our personality hopefully you can get like idea of it i don't know how well it's translated to audio yep uh we'll see how it goes but until next time thanks for listening bye 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 <laughs>